All right. Welcome back to The Shrug with your host, Jazz. What, what? So, tonight, I am, well, I'm drinking a red wine that's not very expensive that I got from Trader Joe's. California Pinot Noir. I actually can't even pretend to, like, know anything about wine. Though I do know there are different names, and I do know that grapes have different tastes based on where they are grown. So I do know, this is what I do know, I know a lot about Italian wine, because I used to have to, like, know Italian wines, but everything else, I know zilch, literally nothing. But if you have any questions about Italian wines, shall I interest you in something from the, oh god, now I can't think of the one wine I like. I really like, um, like, Barba de Asti's. They're from a certain region in Italy, and then there's one... I really like Scarpettas. I can't remember where they're from, but there's one that's from the Blue Zone, and I can't remember where the Blue Zone is. It's like a little island off of Sicily and all that. Anyways, all very good. I like Italian wines, but I also like cheap wine, so honestly, I'm good. I'm good. Though, when you pay like 20 bucks for a wine, you definitely taste the difference, which brings me to what I want to talk about today, quality. Quality has been something that I have always kind of figured was kind of a scam, gonna be honest. Um, I never thought that it mattered how much you spent your money on certain things, you know, such as wine or, you know, shampoo and conditioner or other things. Um, you know, there's you feel like there's a premium cost to certain things, and so you're like, eh, it don't matter. I'm just gonna use what the cheapest thing for, eh. Something I've learned, and turns out I knew little to nothing about how to do my hair, for one. I you know, I want that on the record. I always wear my hair extremely natural and curly with, like, argon oil in it. Like, I never do my hair. Not gonna lie. Well, finally, I stumbled on, and I've never really had an interest. I've never learned how to do it. I had friends who did it, but I never, like, went out of my way to learn how to actually do my hair. Uh, so, I finally stumbled upon this guy named Brad Mondo, and I'm pretty sure Mondo is how you say it. Not a thousand percent. Never heard him say his last name. But he does these, like, hairdresser reacts videos, and he's so funny, and he's just so real, and he, like, you can tell he really cares and genuinely cares about people's hair, and so, like, even though he does these reaction videos, he also does videos where he's like, here, I'm going to teach you how to do your hair, and he even says, like, I know that sometimes these things seem really simple. Guys, let me freaking tell you, it sounds simple, sounds simple. I had no fucking clue how to straighten my hair. Like, no idea what, you just two hot plates and you hope for the best? Like, you just, my hair doesn't just go between hot plates. Do I brush before or after? These are the questions that haunted my brain. And lucky me, this guy, he breaks it down. So I finally go, okay, all right, like, I've got everything I need to try this out. I'm gonna fucking try it. So I did. I tried it and I ended up having a blast doing my hair. And I've never had a blast doing my hair. One, I always thought it took too much time. I have thick, curly, crazy, everywhere hair, okay? Well, for once in my freaking life, I decided to like section it out and do it. And I've always like, when I've done my hair, oh, shit, what was that noise? Oh, that was my cat. What was that noise? That was not, oh my God, I think it, there's a, Anyways, it sounded like a cat dying, but my cats are on the couch. Are you guys okay? Meow once if you're not okay. They're not meowing. I think they're okay. Anyways, so 
I'd be like, when I do my hair, it kind of just looks half done, which because I had no idea what I was doing and I was super impatient, I would just kind of like throw it together and hope for the best. And, you know, obviously, because I'm somewhat of a narcissist, I thought I looked amazing, but turns out it wasn't very good. Like, I'm sure if I showed this Brad Mondo guy, I'm just going to refer to him as Brad from now on. I'm sure if I showed Brad what I was doing, he'd be like, oh, honey, just like that, too. You know, the, oh, honey, oh, no. Because that's, like, what people, I'm pretty sure what people thought, which is fine. I don't care what other people think. But, like, shit, I want to feel good about my shit. So, like I said, I finally decided to, like, give it a go and actually, like, think it through and do sections and whatever the bullshit. It worked out really well. I ended up doing my hair and I curled it. And there's tons of selfies on me on my Instagram now of my hair when it was done because I was straight feeling myself. And it turns out a good hairstyle does a lot for your psyche and your like mental capacity. And I was super stoked about it. So I decided to like really like, what is it? My obsessiveness? Yeah. I decided to dive on in because what else am I going to do? I ended up watching tons of videos of his and I decided to scrap everything I've been doing and start over. So he has tons of videos on like what to do for your hair, how to manage it and la 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 la. Come to find out this man, Brad, has a line called Ex Mondo, and uh, because he always says, live your extra life, and you're like, Brad, I love you, I'm gonna live extra for you, and so he's got this Ex Mondo line, okay, I finally go, okay, you know what, I'm not gonna buy, you know, cheap shit anymore, I'm gonna I'm try quality, you know, my stimulus check came in, I'm gonna I'm try spending money for the first time, it hurt, it hurts to spend money, but I was like, quality jazz, let's freaking find out, you don't know unless you fucking try. No regrets. Okay, I do it. I dive in. I spend about 100 bucks. It was probably a little less than 100 I don't remember now at this point. I spend some money, and I get this beautiful hair care line, which smells like Japanese blossom and jasmine, like me, and sandalwood. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be good. So I get his shampoo, his conditioner, and then he has the styling shit called BDSM, which obviously I'm all about. So tonight I tried it for the first time. I used his BDSM earlier today because I had curled my hair, so I decided to try it. I liked it. Um, it's beautiful. When you look at it, it's like this delicate looking galaxy inside of a tiny little cream, little cream cachet. I actually don't even know what a cachet is now. Little thing. Um, it smells amazing. And it's very, what's the word? Kind of it's sticky. So like when you put it in your hair, you can tell that it's holding. And my hair holds curls really well, but I definitely wanted to make sure like, you know, if I went out for a whole day or my something or a whole night or whatever that my hair holds and it does. And it conditioned, which was really nice too, because a lot of times you put stuff in your hair and it like hurts and you're like, oh my God. And I already have that problem. My hair is so curly that basically all it does is weave together and I look like a giant snouser or poodle on my head. So that was nice. And then his shampoo and conditioner, you don't have to use a lot. And I actually even watched one of his videos. It was like, how to shampoo your hair properly. I was like, oh my God, I've only been alive 24 years. I wonder if I've been doing it wrong. Turns out I was, hint, hint. So I decided, you know, I'm gonna try it his way. Oh man, what a luxury to use a shampoo like that. I was like, wow, jazz quality. This, this is choice. And so it was, it was really nice. I was really excited. And I was so impressed with the three products that I tried that I have decided to scrap literally every single hair product that I use bes besides my argon oil because 
That's my shit. And I'm going to buy his whole hair care line eventually because I don't just have money falling from the sky. And that's I'm going to exclusively use X Mondo. And I hope that I see like some difference because you do see a lot of difference. There's this one brand called Oribe, Oribe, Oribe. I don't know. The, it's the styling stuff with stars. And um, I had that done once before I went out for my prom, I think. And it was so amazing. But oh my God, was it expensive. And I was like, maybe one day, Jazz. Maybe one day. But I'm, I'm really impressed with this X-Mondo stuff. It is, it's definitely, I mean, it's a game changer, especially because I color my hair a lot. Like I have, my actual hair color is like the color of a dirty golden retriever. And so I started dyeing it like red and brown and it's been great. <laughs> I used to be like a platinum blonde. Great stuff, guys. Great things for the hair. My hair's so dry now. But I'm going to do everything he recommends and I'll get back to you about how this ends up working out. So hopefully I'm pretty excited that this works out really well. Which brings me back to my other point, quality. I might end up buying a $20 bottle of wine <laughs> eventually. I don't know. I really like the cheap shit. It really does it for me. And I bought these new glasses. Yeah, hear how I say I bought? I bought a lot of stuff. I'm just doing my part trying to stimulate the economy, okay? Bought these glasses. They look like Great Gatsby glasses. So now I pour like sparkling apple cider in it and it looks like I'm drinking champagne and I go old sport to everyone and I like to give like a, a nod and there's fireworks behind me. It's quite literally the only reason I bought them was so I could feel like the Great Gatsby. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with that book. In fact, I make references to it probably all the time. And it's really unfortunate because I don't think people always catch them, but it's okay. I, I know I left silently to myself and now I've been drinking out of these awesome like 20s coupe glasses or coupe or however you say it. And I feel so, so sophisticated walking around and I keep calling my cats old sport. I think I even referred to my child as old sport at one point. She didn't like it. She did not like it. It was nice though. It was nice. We've been uh, having a good time, me and my kid. We uh, we have a lot of dance parties, lots of dance parties because I got to keep up my dance moves for when I get back to the club. Just kidding. I think I've actually only gone to the club maybe in the past um, couple of years, maybe four times. <laughs> I can definitely count on two hands how many times I've gone to the club, which is unfortunate because I love to dance. But I think I kind of just prefer to dance by myself. You know, it's my dance floor. If you ain't dancing, get off it, you know. Um... I dance a lot with my kid, for sure. And she loves to dance, too. She'll copy me, and it's amazing. We recently have started doing this new thing while in quarantine. I'll get her in the car, and we'll drive around listening to songs and, like, singing to people. So we just recently found out that Rick Astley, the guy who sings, Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna run around and is Rick rolled. Okay, one, I wish we still did that. You know what actually makes me so mad about that Rick Rolling thing? He didn't make any money off of those videos using that. Not the point. Let's go back to what my main point of this is. No, seriously, though, this is an outrage. He made like $12 off the whole Rick Rolling phenomenon, and I'm actually pretty fucking pissed about it. So, you know, YouTube, if you ever hear this, I would like you to compensate him correctly because Rick Rolling was fucking hilarious, and he deserves to be paid for that. Back to my main point. That man went on to continue to make music. Who knew? I only thought he ever sang that song. Actually, in fact, I think he just, I thought he just like made that song and retired. Turns out he didn't. He made a crap ton more songs, even some songs that ended up going on to be number one or in the top 10. He made some songs with like Elton John. I mean, dude, this guy 
he had a good career. Like, fuck, he did a good job. Well, he now, he has an album. Well, he has a couple albums, but he has one album that I found called 50. And he sings at like a slowed down piano version of Never Gonna Give You Up. And my kid and I are straight up like obsessed. We sing it to each other. It is so beautiful. And you're like, wow. I forgot that this was actually kind of a romantic song and you know he's singing it and you're like this is beautiful and at 50 his voice is so much different than when he was god I don't remember how old he was he's definitely like in his 20s maybe even like 18 when he like sang it originally so in his 50s his voice is even more gorgeous and like deep chocolate you're like oh man just keep singing like I said he has a lot of other songs that are really good so you know if you you know you're ever bored look up Rick Astley great guy really funny really funny guy. And he did a lot of really great music. So I'm like really sad we don't talk about that anymore. And I'm really sad I don't get Rickrolled anymore. I'd like to be take, like taken back to the simpler times in life when I would open up a video and it would start Rickrolling me. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. Oh, man. So much going on. I, I kind of forget that there's a lot going on because I've been so, I've just been so excited to do my part uh, during all of this, you know, quarantining, you know, buying things from small businesses, then I kind of forget a lot of things are going on in the world. You know, sometimes I do forget that COVID is a thing, even though I work and screen people for COVID. I really like being home. I've had a really good time being home. I just like my house and I like being around my kid. So it's been great. And my cat, my cats and I just hang out. One of my cats has been kind of sick, so that's kind of been a bummer. And, oh my god, a one-bedroom with two cats is kind of a bummer when, you know, they use the litter box. I'm going to have to invest in candles, which means we should all just buy stocking candles at this point because I'm going to be buying a lot of candles. <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I have been having a blast. Don't get me wrong. I miss people. I miss going out. I really miss sitting in restaurants. I love sitting in restaurants. I could just, like, it's sitting at coffee shops. Like, just sitting in a coffee shop is so much fun. I mean, kind of makes me sad sometimes. I'm like, wow, I guess I don't have anything else to do but sit in a coffee shop. Well, this is fine. Um, but I do just kind of miss seeing other people, having random conversations with people. And, you know, I miss going to the park. I don't take my kid to the park right now because I don't want I don't want to put her in any harm's way. But we do go for walks. She likes to collect leaves and streak down the trail pathways, which, you know, whatever, makes you ever happy, you know, you know, I wish I could, but that would be bad, she, um, she's adorable, though, she just runs up and down the trails, and she'll wave to everyone, she's so cute, and sometimes we go and say hi to a dog that lives nearby, which is really cool, too, but most of the time, I mean, we're inside, um, or we'll play on the patio. I'll fill up her little pool. She likes it. I've been growing my own vegetables, like using my scraps and growing vegetables from it. I have a bok choy plant, a lettuce plant, and a celery plant. I don't know what to do with them, but I keep watering them ferociously, hoping that one day they will bring me produce. You know, if it goes well enough, maybe I can have my own farm stand at a produce farmer's market. <laughs> that's what it's called, a farmer's market. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot that word. Um, yeah, no, it's, growing things is kind of hard. It's, uh, you know, I've 
you make a euphemism for it, you know, it's, you know, it's like how a good relationships should go, it should be constant, you have to constantly water them, it's like, I just gave you water, yeah, well, you need, it's kind of a daily thing, that's how relationships are, I just gave you attention, yeah, but I need more, <laughs> that's me, I'm basically a thirsty, thirsty plant in a relationship, I'm like, I know you just spent 18 hours with me, but can you spend 20,000 more? How about forever? Is forever okay? Because then I might not get thirsty. But even with forever, I probably would find a way to get thirsty. I'd be like, oh my god, you aren't touching me constantly. <laughs> See, it? I had a patient tell me one day, I was talking to him about like being divorced at 24, and he was like, don't worry, sweetie, one day you're going to find someone, and I actually think you need to go on one of these game shows. You should go on Love is Blind. And I was like, listen, buddy, someone would hear my voice or hear me say one thing and they'd be like this girl fucking loco or like the first thing I'd say is they'd be like hey I'm I'm a slight narcissist but don't be worried because you know and knowing is half the battle and they'd be like wow no thank you and I'd go oh okay you know that's fine I thought admitting our faults was a good thing but you know fuck me right or um, <laughs> knowing my luck I would just I would just end up in a situation where I liked like seven people and I'd be like, I just can't make a decision. So I'm just not going to make up a decision. <laughs> I don't want to make any regrets. Or I'd end up in a Barnett and Jessica situation. You know, if there were no other people in the world, I would totally date you. <laughs> God, poor Jessica. You know, she's 34, right? She is 10 years older than Mark. That's why it didn't work. Anyways. I don't know if you watched Love is Blind, but it was, it was, it was pretty good. And then, okay, you know what would be a fun show to go on is Too Hot to Handle, okay? You're in paradise, and you can't do anything sexual with tons of really sexy people. And you're like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I would be like, I don't, I'm just, I don't know, I don't think I could do it. Not even for $100,000 do I think I could do it. But I'd like to think maybe I'd have some self-control. I joke with my boyfriend that, like, if we were on that show, like, we would just do our best not to, but it wouldn't work. Like, we just, it just wouldn't work. What I liked about the show, though, was that you got all of these people that seem really freaking full of themselves. Like, you get them, and you're like, oh, shit, man, this is going to be crazy. Like, straight up crazy, okay? But they grow so much in this time. Like, the one girl, Francesca, you know, she's obviously fucking hot. I mean, she is a 10. She's a fucking dime. And she knows she can have whatever she wants. She literally just walks around and goes, okay, um, I want you, you, or you. She had her eye on Harry. Harry had his eye on her, obviously. And, you know, she does end up, towards the end, you know, they have this moment where they're being tested. She's being tested specifically. And, and she'd already been kind of like, what's the word, flowy with Harry. You know, she walked away, and then she was kind of weird with some girl, and then, went with some guy and it was all kind of weird I mean we're gonna be honest here it was all a little bit weird and then another guy shows up and she's like "Ooh, I'm tempted and she even tells him like you tempt me and she goes to him and they have to like she goes ends up going on a date with this guy and she tells him listen like I'm super flattered that you're into me like I'm obviously super into you but what I have with Harry is so worth so much more than this and you're like oh my god you sit there for a minute you go oh my god that's amazing that is fascinating, super fascinating that someone who's been a constant, just one night person, you know, with tons and tons of people finally made the active decision to not pursue something that, you know, she, that she could, she totally could have, she could have done whatever she wanted she did it, and it was beautiful. And 
you saw that with a lot of the couples. There was another couple where basically day one, they were like, we good. And um, they ended up getting together and the girl was super scared to tell him that she has a two-year-old. And then she did. And he goes, well, I love kids. And you're like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then the girls all have this moment where they're like super crappy towards each other and are like cat girl fighting because you know how girls are we're like oh my god you're trying to take my man I'm gonna fight you which I'd be that person I'm pretty sure be like what's what up bitch like I'd be the one that confronts people for sure and they have this moment where Francesca again uh the guy that ended up asking her on a date even though he knew she was dating Harry the guy that ended up asking her on a date another girl was interested in and so Francesca and this other girl kind of get into it, but Francesca's like, yo, please, like, it wasn't my fault. And, like, it really wasn't. I mean, she did flirt with him a hot minute, but, like, she she obviously made it known that her and Harry were together. And so it wasn't her fault that this guy chose her over this other girl. But then Francesca goes out of her way to go and apologize to this girl and go, hey, listen, I should have talked to you. I should have been the one to tell you, whatever, whatever. And, you know, again, like, it wasn't, it wasn't Francesca's fault. Shit, like, Chloe, back up. And then I really liked Chloe, but I mean, she just kept kissing everybody. And you're like, girl, you're losing money. Kels was really cool, too. I mean, he was kind of a dick, but, you know, he did his part. <laughs> and there was this guy, Bryce. He showed up, like, later because there's, like, original group. And then they threw in other people. Bryce was so cute. Bryce was so cute. And he loved Chloe. He was obsessed with Chloe from day one. But Chloe was like, eh, you know, and you're like, girl. You're like 20. You obviously don't know what you're looking for. But there was one other cute guy that I can't remember his name right now. <laughs> obviously, look at me. I just remember what his face looks like. And he had blue eyeballs. Um, I think it was Dave, but I can't remember. He was super cool about everything. Like, he liked this girl, Rhonda, but he let Sharon go after her. And then he also liked this other girl, Chloe, and he let someone else go after her. Like, he was cool about it. He, like, talked to everyone. He was like, that was cool. Yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. And finally he got his day. He did end up finding a girl that was like really cool and they connected really well. And so I was really happy for him. They didn't actually end up doing anything. They lost no money for the group. It turns out the whole group got to end up splitting like $74,000, which is really cool. I mean, especially because they had like a great time when they were in Mexico. I think they were in Mexico. Dude, I would do anything to go to Mexico right now. Just gotta hop a plane and go to Mexico. Do I got the antibodies? Because I'm going. Just kidding. I don't know. I actually don't even know where to go get that testing done. I, have, I, don't, I don't know if I've had corona. I probably have. More than likely. You know, being a nurse, I've probably had it. But they've also said people are getting reinfected. I don't know. This is an unofficial quote. I don't actually know if that's true. I don't actually know what really is going on. To be honest, I have literal no clue what's going on. So just doing my best to, you know, stay to the rules, use my, and keep my head above water. You know, it's crazy times out there, yo. Doing what we can. I know one thing that's been really hard for a lot of people, too, is, like, not being able to go to the gym and work out, because that's a huge stress relief, and that's a huge stress relief for me. Luckily, I found a friend that has been able to help me figure out how to work out at home, so that has actually helped me a lot, because, like, body image is a hard thing for me, especially if I have these tiny boobies, and, like, that's it. Like, a lot of people, like, always notice that I have, like, no boobs. And to me, for some reason, that is, like, I just hate when people make fun of that. And I hate when that's something that's brought up. But you can't, if you're laughing louder than them, you know, you don't, you don't hear them. 
No, but so I like to try and keep everything else looking good. So I like to really work out my butt and my legs. And I feel like my butt and legs are a really good asset. I really like my arms. And I try to find other things to like about myself. And so working out has helped me a lot deal with that so that I don't feel like I have to go and get modified, which I would like to, but I don't think I'm actually going to end up doing that um, because I'd like to stay as natural as possible. I'd like to work for what I have and I can't actually like work out my boob muscles. So like they're going to stay small. You know, it's a nice handful, but it's, you know, it's barely noticeable. But that's okay, because I got a lot else going for me, so that's okay. But I miss the gym, and I kind of miss going places to eat and not having to cook all the time. I've had to learn how to cook. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I barely have the will to live. How can I find the will to cook? I'm just kidding. I love living. I love my life. I am super blessed, and I think about that every day, and I hope that you have a life that you can also wake up and think how blessed you are. And I hope you are keeping safe during this time. I hope your family is well. You have enough supplies. I hope your job comes back. I hope that you have hope during this time because I know it is scary. I'm scared. I know, I know lots of people are and I'm still doing really well during this time and I really wish everyone was. That's why I do my best to try and support small businesses and I try to donate time or money. I can't really donate a lot of time right now, but I'm trying to donate as much money to causes I'm very passionate about. I'm still very passionate about Operation Underground Railroad. I donate to it monthly. It helps get children out of uh, you know, human trafficking situations. It's amazing, go check it out. Uh, our Underground Railroad on Instagram as well as Operation Water, yeah, Operation, right, <laughs> can't remember now officially, Operation Water by Scott Harris, uh, Harrison, actually, I can think of his book and his face, and I can hear his voice, but, like, I can't remember if it's Operation Water or Water Operation or something else, Charity, <gasps> I remember now, I just kept thinking Operation, it's Charity Water, I'm one of their top fans, you think I would remember this, you know, so many times you see something, you just kind of put pictures to it. I keep thinking of Scott Harrison's book, Thirst, and that's his. Anyways, he has charity water, and they build wells for uh, third world countries so that they have access to clean water because a lot of the things that people die from in third world countries are waterborne illnesses, and so getting them clean water eradicates those, which is great. You know, you're saving a lot of lives just by giving them a clean line of water, and you're saving them time because there's a lot of women that spend all day getting water and Ah, it's sad. It is so sad. But Charity Water goes out of its way to donate to that, which is great, which is awesome. And so we shouldn't forget about those things because those people are still probably experiencing this pandemic too of Corona and no access to clean water. I can't imagine how difficult that is. And so Charity Water is a great one. I, I love them. I love what they do. And his book is on Audible. It's called Thirst by Scott Harrison. I love it. I am probably about to reread it or re-listen to it, and you should too. Um, another cause I'm really into is called Clean Cause. It is this energy drink. It's called Yerba Mate, which is actually a traditional Argentina drink that they drink out of gourds and a filtered straw. This is sparkling Yerba Mate, and it has a natural caffeine, so it's a better caffeine for you. And what this 
this company does is they go out of their way to donate 50% of the profits towards sober living scholarships. They help recovering addicts get back into life and recover. And if that's not beautiful, I don't know what is. And I'm slightly obsessed with them. I order from them monthly. And so that helps go towards, you know, those sober scholarships. And I just think they're a great company. So just to recap a couple of people to think about, Operation Underground Railroad, even $5 a month helps fund about 35% of their operations. And that is a great thing. Um, Charity Water, I try to stay on top. They have this thing called The Spring. They're a completely like uh, transparent company. So all of the money go straight to the charity water. The way that they get they make money for themselves is they have a whole separate thing funded by private people to help pay the people that are running this charity water. I know it's amazing. They raise, they have raised so much money for charity water. Oh, it's, it's so beautiful. It is such a beautiful idea. And then, um, of course, clean cause it is an amazing, delicious energy drink. I have switched from bangs and monsters and stuff to this, and it helps keep me up for the night shift and, it doesn't have a hard crash at all. Like I don't even realize there's a crash and it's delicious. They have this one flavor. It's a watermelon mint and it's like drinking a watermelon mojito. So, and they have so they have zero calorie and all that. So definitely look into all of those. They all have products that you can buy to help support. They all have ways to donate monthly. Uh, well, except I don't think clean cards does. You just buy from them, but you know, our underground railroad uh, operation, underground railroad and, uh, charity water do so just um, during this time I know it's really hard to keep hope but hope is still alive and hope will always be alive as long as we are up and fighting and I hope you are having I hope you're staying safe and I hope you are blessed and if you need anything feel free to reach out to me um, I'm jazz shrugged on Instagram uh, and I have a new blog it's jazzshrugged.com. I would love to hear from you we have forums that you can go on and you can talk to people. It's great. So I would love to hear from all of you. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to me and shrug it all off because hope is still alive. Bye.